the next thing I often read about and hear about in terms of philanthropy work is what the next generation of donors looks like. Like yeah. I'm 44 and I, I think about people who are I don't believe 20. that. <laughs> Tell me, how old would you guess? <laughs> no, don't. It. Okay. I couldn't believe it. Thank you. Well, um, and I paid you to say that. Yes. So thank you, Tony. Speaking with Wendy Townley, mm-hmm. the wonderful is it executive director yes. of the Omaha Public Library Foundation and uh, a time of transition. You're in your ninth year as executive director. That's right. That? It'll be 10 years next spring. And, yes. And but who's counting? <laughs> right. Just feels like nine months. <laughs> yes, I'm sure. of course. And this is work promoting, celebrating the 10th anniversary of Between the Lines, mm-hmm. which is your big gala fundraising event of the year. It is. And can you tell us the date on that? Yeah. Yeah. So that's coming up um, on Tuesday, September 26th at the Holland Performing Arts Center. Um, This is an event that we started 10 years ago um, in 2014 about a month before I was hired, um, they were in the process of finalizing the details for the first Between the Lines event. It was called a novel affair at the time, but it was bringing Margaret Atwood to Omaha to our library at 90th and Fort Abrahams. Um, So that was year one of this event. We had maybe 150, 200 people. It was an intimate setting, um, appetizers, Margaret Atwood, spoke um, and then took a few questions and did a book signing and it was great and so every year we've grown this event with different authors we tried hosting them in our different library branches for the first several years which um, on first thought is very charming and enjoyable (laughs) for the community to come in after hours have a little uh, wine or coffee and some uh, appetizers and and have a really fun and intimate experience with an author in terms of hearing the author speak and asking questions and all of that but to turn a library branch into almost like a full service event space is expensive (laughs) because they don't have kitchens and and extensive seating so and you've got to keep the volume way down well that's that's the thing yes even when it's closed to the public people would (laughs) still whisper just naturally (laughs) feel like you You naturally yes like you should be shushed even though it's an event so we we try that and then after a few years said you know we want to we want to attract more people than a library branch can hold and ultimately we want to raise as much money as we can through this event for the library so then we started looking at other venues and uh, tried um, and had a wonderful experience at the institute for the culinary arts at metro on their fort omaha campus we hosted a handful of our author events there um, great partnership we have a library on metro south campus we share that branch um, and then COVID. We remember yes, COVID. I heard so about that. I know. I, I heard a few things. Um, so in 2020, we were set to head back there, but ultimately our author joined us on Zoom and um, it was ended up being a free event. And then um, coming out of COVID, we were looking at other uh, venues and um, in recent years, we uh, traveled to Temple Israel, where we had author Yad Jossi in 2021. And then last year was our largest event with Brian Stevenson, and he spoke at the Harper Center at Creighton. 
great venue, 400 people sold out. Um, and then this being our 10th year, we realized we want to go big. We didn't, weren't necessarily planning initially a larger venue, but we just thought, you know, as big of a name as Brian, if not bigger. Well, we came on bringing one, not just one author, but two authors to Omaha and realized with the, um, I will say, star power of yes. the authors, say we it. said we needed to go to the Holland Center. So superstar super power, star. some might Thank say. you yes. very much so. So Molly Shannon, um, who made her debut on Saturday Night Live many years ago, was in the uh, cast during when there was a strong female lead yes. um, of castmates. So Molly had a, several successful runs there, films and movies, but... Her mother was a school librarian, um, and Molly has also written two books. She's wrote a children's book a few years ago, and then recently her memoir, um, which is I would recommend to anyone, um, is such a rich and funny and sad and deep story. So her library connection and was a uh, no-brainer for us to bring her to Omaha, but also Susan Orlean, who some may not be as familiar with but is still uh, star power in her own right she wrote a book called the library book among other works in her repertoire but the library book really charts the history um, of libraries um, especially in los angeles but all across the country and looking at what libraries um how they've served their communities and what that service looks like today and really talks one-on-one -on -one with library staff. And, and it's a wonderful, educational, charming book that will make you love libraries even more than you already do. And even if you're not sure the value of libraries, Susan's book will convince you. Um, the other fun piece between having Molly and Susan in Omaha is they're both from Shaker Heights, Ohio. Oh, wow. So they have that connection as well. So um, all of the stars aligned magically when we were working with Molly and Susan's schedules, as well as the availability of the Holland Center, between about six or seven potential dates, there was only one that worked for everybody. Really? Yeah. So we felt very lucky. And, and we've always had luck with our fundraiser hosting it on a Tuesday or Wednesday night in late September, early October. So we were still looking at those weeks on the calendar. And for this, um, on September 26th was like the magical date so we said yes we're taking it sign the contract so yeah we're counting down the days for that event and i've been talking to some people if you're not familiar with susan orlean also a great new yorker writer very yes where i started to yeah. read her uh, but the movie adaptation mm -hmm. with nicholas cage which if you're into screenwriting is like a holy text yes uh that script charlie kaufman is about susan orlean to a big mm -hmm. extent really and yes. she's portrayed with meryl streep Mm -hmm. And and so that may be a couple, you know, something that sparked some recognition, but just a really interesting mix. I'm excited yeah. to see that. Yes. In fact, one of our sponsors um, reached out to me and asked, they wanted to support the event with a sponsorship. And they said, because um, one of their family members loved adaptation so much and uh -huh. said, that's what, and I said, I don't care the reason we want you there. We want you to support the library. And um, so it, it's just funny how many how many little tethers are bringing people to this event because that's one thing we've this event really has never had a certain theme our only litmus test is let's find an author who is well read who's well loved and who has a great story to tell and so if you look at the topics and the authors we've brought over 10 years it has really run the gamut like it was it was 
rich and emotional, but very heavy last year with Brian Stevenson. Yes. And uh, like I mentioned, one of our most successful fundraising events. This will be very different in terms of tone, I'm certain, um, but still enjoyable. And, and I really love that this event is representative of, of the role of libraries because they will always try to find something for everyone. And on a much smaller scale, we're doing that with this event. Interesting. And so kind of going back to COVID and, and the where the library foundation stands, it is a bit of a time of transition. Mm-hmm. You know, where when you look ahead to the next five, ten years, how, how yeah. are things going and what yeah. are the challenges and what are you excited about? Sure. So obviously the library at 72nd and Dodge is extremely exciting, um, knowing that we are having a role in assisting with some of that fundraising and the development of that building and really just stepping into our advocacy role for Omaha Public Library like never before. That's been exciting. Um, We will also work much more closely with um, Community Information Trust. That's the nonprofit organization that was created several years ago to open and operate due space. So looking at that relationship and that partnership um, is exciting, but also Um, looking at where libraries of the future, and I use that in air quotes, are headed. I think that's one of the biggest questions I get in this role um, from new donors, but also um, some of our current donors and longtime supporters is, where are libraries heading? We are surrounded by technology. We are carrying and using and wearing devices that tell us more information that maybe we even need in a day. Um, So there is that access to information without leaving the couch but from a community service standpoint from a um, human interaction standpoint in this community of Omaha we still need and our community is telling us we still want physical branches we want brick and mortar buildings that people can come in and use for research um, to talk to one another to have as a gathering place. If you're like me on some days, you wanna be by yourself, but you don't wanna be like at home by yourself. I, I, I liken it to, I wanna be by myself, but in community. And that's taking a breather between meetings and just bringing a paperback or bringing something else to read um, in a library branch where you can kind of tuck yourself in a corner and, and spend a little downtime. So Alone but, with everybody. Yes, that's right. That's what we should call it, alone with everybody. And, and we need to meet all of those needs from a public library standpoint. And that's really the role is members of our community tell us what they want um, using their words and using emails and phone, but just by their usage. And in this community, when you look at the branches that we have, the, the tremendous need for additional branches, especially serving Southwest Douglas County, that's the message that we're hearing, that the library is hit, hearing, that the city is hearing um, for the future of our library. So that is what's exciting is knowing our physical buildings will remain um, we will have new buildings in the next 20, 30 years. I'm not, I'm not saying it's going to take that long, but I know that from a brick and mortar standpoint, we're still a community that values that. And we're a city that invests in that. And we're a community where private dollars support that as well. And when you talk to other folks and you're 
world that, that are in other cities, do mm-hmm. they, are they jealous of you? Are they, <laughs> you know, is it considered a challenge? Like where does Omaha rank in, in kind yes. of the library, the world nationwide? Sure. Well, we, uh, it's funny you mentioned that because uh, my coworker and I just got back uh, about a month ago from a fundraising conference in Austin, Texas, that was exclusively for fundraisers who support public libraries. So we're a small niche, but um, being able to compare notes and stories with those other professionals was really eye-opening. In this community, um, our need exists for more libraries and more books, just as it does in every community. But what's so impressive when talking to other cities of similar size, especially, is the level of philanthropic support year after year. Yes, we have wonderful foundations and individual donors and corporations that will support capital projects without question. But when you have those same groups stepping up year after year to help support the public library system, which in this city, like in so many others, is a public department and is publicly funded, um, it's really impressive. Really, our job is to make the case to those individuals, um, answer questions they they have, but then also just present the needs. Um, and that's, I uh, just like this podcast tells stories, I feel that's such a big part of what we do and what any good fundraiser does, is you're not just asking for money, you're telling the story and you're presenting the opportunity um, for an, a uh, philanthropic partner to get involved. And that is from a five and six figure gift to getting $25 from someone like on a Giving Tuesday um, after the Thanksgiving holiday. So it really does run the gamut. Um, and the better story you can tell, I think the better your fundraising efforts will be. Wendy Townley, really appreciate your time and go to the the Omaha Public Library Foundation site for information on tickets to Between the Lines, the Mm -hmm. event with Susan Orlean and Molly Shannon. Mm -hmm. Yes, Molly Shannon. The Molly superstar. And it's going to be a blast and uh, I'll I'll be there and and we'll hopefully see you out there. But thank you very much. Yeah, thank you, Tony. All right.